This is the Professional Stepdad Podcast, where we share stories, strategies, and ideas from men just like you to answer one question and one question only. How can I be a better stepdad? <laughs> okay, um, let's see, recording good. Okay, so Wednesday Q&A, first question is, bio dad keeps spoiling the kids. I feel like he is always trying to get a one-up on me. Ooh, that's for you, man. Bio dad keeps spoiling kids. Has your has the bio dad tried to spoil Carter? Yeah, you know, and I, I've heard it said that the, um, they're the carnival dad. Huh? The carnival dad. Have you ever heard that term? No. Where you have it's it, when you go to a, to a carnival, it's fun. You're getting cotton candy and you're having a great experience, and it's so much fun. But you can't live at a carnival. Okay. You know, you're not you're not going to survive oh, on cotton candy yeah, yeah, yeah. and rides. You actually have to have some structure in your life and, and be responsible. And, but if you go to a carnival, then it's fun. And, and when you take your kids away from a carnival, what do they do? They scream and yeah, cry scream and they're cry. all upset. Yeah, but this guy is saying that... that so, but it's the same thing, right? It, it's trying to one-up them. How, uh-huh. how would you handle that? I mean, how did you handle that? It's consistency. I mean, it, which... It seems like a, a it answer. seems like a soft answer though, you know? What? We hear consistency. consistency is such a, that's not a soft answer. That's a freaking that's a that's an in your face. Where did my chair go? <laughs> that's an in your, it's on the other side. That's an in your face uh like that's an in your face answer. Think about it. Consistency? It's, you tell somebody with that with health, with with business, what are you doing? With <laughs> it's just going up and down. Kevin is Probably, I think he's like a, a magnet for crap going wrong. I think so. <laughs> Golly. Okay, but consistency. Listen, real quick. <laughs> consistency is big. You're saying consistency like it's not a big thing. It's a big thing. Think about it. It is, but here's the thing. People, people don't want to hear consistency because it's, it's the, oh, I want, I want something big that's going to fix it. Oh, really? Oh, that's so all you got for me? It's just consistency. What does that mean for you? Staying the same. It's, so it's time. It's time. It's time. And here's the thing. It's like anything you do in life, how fast can you destroy your life? In a second. How fast can you build that trust in a relationship? Right. Over, over. It takes time. time. But people don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that, oh, it's going to take time. I don't want to hear it because that's hard work. If I know that, okay, take your wife. So right? wait, are you trying right to now. tell him, are you trying to tell him that time is going to fix the fact that he's, that the, the, the dad feels a certain way because the, the bio dad's trying to up one up him. I mean, that's yeah, that's time. But what do you mean, like, take the time over? If you're if you're trying to compete, here's the thing. <clears throat> oh, that's a good one. You are going to look like an idiot, and your kids are they they don't necessarily understand everything that that's and depending on their ages, you know, if they're if they're young adults now, because it doesn't stop at eighteen. Once they're they're you're not legally tied to bio dad, they're still your kids, you know? Like they're still gonna be your kids into young adulthood and into their adult life. The relationship changes though with your kids. And it's the same thing with how they think about their relationship with you is that if, say for instance, Carter goes over to bio dad and, and they have a great time, they watch movies, they stay up late, she eats whatever she wants and uh, they laugh and play games and stuff. Guess what? 
he's not having that responsibility for months on end, and then he can devote all of his time and energy into that one moment in time. But with us that are consistent in her life, in your stepchild's life, if you took everything that you do and compressed that into one day, guess what? You would have an amazing day yeah. and your child would have an incredible experience. And so, um, but if you try to compete with that, one, I don't want to say you can't because you could, but it's going to do the opposite of what you want. In my opinion, you know, feel free to, you know, debate against me. You know, I think that that's a healthy thing, especially in this place where we're, we're all trying to be better as a, as a dad. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe you guys have some ideas that, that come up from this that you want to post in the comments. I know I would love to see those. I know one of the, one of the things that I can tell you <clears throat> that works. Bribery. Um, <laughs> that'll always work. No, one of the things that's worked for me is just, um, so for me, the bio dad wasn't the picture, but the, mm -hmm. I call them the bio others, right? Those are every, all the other blood that wanted to try to one-up me or make me look stupid or whatever it might be. Um, what worked for me was just being there. Like no matter how many gifts, Dude, that's no, matter huge. How many, no matter how many gifts, no matter how many um, presents, no matter how many um, things that they would bring over for the kids, I would make sure that I was just there to listen. Okay, so next question is going to be, um, ooh, okay, so we kind of went over like lines in the sand, right? Like this guy's saying, I can't build a strong foundation with my kids, my stepkids, because my partner is constantly drawing lines in the sand. Basically what she's saying is, is that she's saying, you know, you can only, you can only discipline up until this point and then that's it you're done yeah right so well i think it also depends on the age at which you step into that that kid's life you know if you if for me i was there one and a half for yeah, carter yeah but so i agree and disagree meaning this i don't think the age matters if both adults are on the same page yeah meaning like i can't put the children above you nor should I put you above the children. And I also want to make sure that the kids learn to trust you. But I got to first trust you. And before I can trust you and before the kids can trust you, you've got to learn to trust yourself. You got to learn to, you got to learn to, you got to make, make your peace with the fact that, that you rose your hand to be here. You, you, mm -hmm. you said, I, I volunteer for this job. And for a lot of stepdads, when they volunteer for this job, they don't know what they're getting themselves into. Yeah. And because they don't know what they're getting themselves into, the only reference they have is the way they were raised, what they see on television, or what they read in books and magazines. That's true. Right? That's true. So, so what, did you, what did you do personally for, to handle that? I, okay, so what Janae and I did is we, we had to sit down and we had to, we had to say, how we wanted to raise the children. Meaning what we did is we had a real conversation about how we were raised first. And I went through all the stuff that happened to me. She went through all the stuff that happened to her. And we just kind of like, Hey, we're, this is where I am. This is where you are, where you both come to the table. Like, Hey, this is where I am. No, kind of like more, more along the lines of like, we both, okay. So we want to be good parents and we want to yeah. be the best. We want to raise these children the best that we can, but we also know 
that we were raised from parents that were really aggressive and mean and alcoholics and stuff like that. So from both sides, from both sides. So we had to, we had to agree to not be them. And, and we had to agree that we were going to raise our children completely separate because what a lot of parents do, step parents, especially, um, is they, they tend to default back to the way they were raised whether it be their habits, their manners, the way they discipline, how they yell, scream, how they get mad, all this stuff. So we had to become aware of where we were. We had to recognize how we didn't want to be. And we had to also take out of there the good stuff that we liked and then come to an agreement on how we wanted to move forward as parents, knowing full and well that it was going to be a 50-50 split down the middle and that we would always have each other's backs. And there was no like bad guy, good guy, boss of the house. It was very much like mom handled certain things and dad handled certain things. I handle more of like the leadership and guidance role. And she handles more of like the, somebody to, you know, that ear to bend kind of person. Did you feel like it was, it was a case by case basis? Absolutely. And it, so and you can't just, you can't just necessarily go into it and say, okay, this is what's going to happen because obviously the kids have a, no, 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 but, that, but here's too, the right? thing. But, yeah. But we, we came to an agreement when, once we came to agreement, then I had to do the work on me. I had to like start making peace with my inner self going, I can't be like my dad. I can't be like my uncle. I can't be like the men that I saw growing up. And then she had to make her peace with herself because we had to meet in this middle. And then we had to, once, once we got to meet in this middle, we formed a bond that was stronger. What happens if one of you is willing to, to change and grow in that direction, but the other one isn't? Well, I think that both are wanting and willing to change and grow. I think where somebody doesn't want to change or grow um, is because they are uncomfortable with being uncomfortable and they're so used to the comfortability of being who they were that they are unaware or not there that they do not want to become who they could be mm-hmm. we we hold on as humans we hold on to who we were so much and we don't want to let go of who we could be right so when that line in the sand is drawn you're basically saying like i married you you married me we're partners you're helping me raise my children you're their stepdad just so we're clear, when we go in this door, you can't come in. And what that shows the kids is, oh, so mom's got the full authority. Therefore, it takes authority away from you as the stepdad. And now the kids have so, this this ammo to use against yeah, you. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it's it's it, it's. It, uh, I think it's. I think it's. Um, being a team, you know, you have to, you have to be a team and you have to just agree that, Hey, whatever we disagree about, we're going to do behind closed doors. Right. So that when right. we come to the kids, it's an, it's a unified front, unified front. Yeah. Because then you're right. Then kids will play. So there is no lines against, in the sand. Yeah. Is basically what I'm saying. If you're in a relationship where there's lines being drawn, then you have to be able to, and here's, here's the, my answer for that up. specifically yeah. is that you have to figure out how you can develop a, a strategy almost to communicate that to your spouse or right. your girlfriend or something that look, here's how, here's how I see things. And maybe it's something that you need to ask her first. Like, Hey, how do you see <clears throat> this subject in our relationship with our kids? Um, tell me what your thoughts are. I have things that I would like to, to say, I have feelings about it, but I'd like to hear what you have to say first, because if you know anything about relationships too, if you, if you open it up to let that person be heard and they feel heard, yeah, then you're given that right to be heard yourself. Well, even then though, so even then, even when we agreed to allow me to be heard and allow her to be heard and, and raise our children a certain way, 
even then, it wasn't like I just, we were like, okay, we're a team, shake hands, go. It wasn't like that. Then I had to go, okay, cool. So we're on the same page. We know how we want to raise the children. Honey, I'll be back. I'm going to go do with self-work and then I'm going to go figure out who the kids are, find out their love language, understand how to communicate with them, build their trust and be your teammate at the same time. So I know that there's no, there's no um, lines in the sand, but I also know that I'm going to earn this. And that's the thing. Like I was willing to earn it. I was willing to earn that spot and earning it means that you sometimes got to take a step back, right? That's what earning it means. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I, ha I have a timer on my watch that says at seven o'clock every night, it says you are truly blessed. Be grateful. Nice. So that's what that came up. Let's go on to another question. Do you, do you set one up at 701 that says, psych? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who you kidding? Who you kidding? <laughs> okay, let's go to, um, oh, let's, I'm going to jump to this one. Why does, this is big for me, but for you too as well, because um, I don't know if you had to deal with this. So Carter, is, this says, I've been in my daughter's life for over 10 years and she still calls me by my first name. It doesn't matter. Me personally, I've got five kids four older girls, right? Or four girls, one boy. And my two oldest girls, who were the oldest ones, obviously, when I came in the situation, they know me as dad. They refer to me as dad. Like when they, when they talk to their friends and they're like, all right, hey, let me ask my dad. Or, hey, my dad wants to know if these things. And that really, like my when daughter Emma. Reference yeah, you, my daughter Emma said that the other day. I said, you know, I said something like, she goes, I need you to help me change my lights. I go, who do you think I am? I don't want to change your lights because I'm trying to teach her how to change light bulbs, right? She goes, that's what dads are supposed to do. You're my dad. You're supposed to do that. And I went immediately. I went, I'll do it. Like <laughs> red cape came out. I'm like, I got this right. Like, because I now know how she sees me, but verbally she says Franco. Mm -hmm. And I like, I don't, that doesn't at all bother me. Not even a little bit. It's an image, right? We have this image in our head of how life is supposed to be and how our kids are supposed to address us, how our wife is supposed to be all these things. Right. And when that's broken, it's, it's hard for us yeah. to accept that. And I think that the, the most successful people in life are able to adapt to those changing circumstances the quickest. So in regards to your daughter or son calling you by your first name, that's something special in and of itself. Especially my personal story was that Carter, when she was younger, she would always, she called me Cabis because she couldn't say my name. She right. was one and a half. Like right, she couldn't. So she ended up calling me Cabis. And um, at some point after staying at her, uh, by her dad's house for a couple of days, she came back and it kind of sounded like cat piss. <laughs> Coincidence? <laughs> I don't think so. Cat piss. But you know, it, when you can accept that and say, wow, that's something special that she and I have that, yeah, maybe she calls me Kevin, but the way that she says it is special. You could feel her saying dad. Mm -hmm. Like when, when Emma calls me, but Franco, it's different. It's not, it's, it's I know, not it's what not the world, world is like. It's no, not what, the it's not what you the word you're expecting to hear. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's not, not the word you want to hear, but the world, yeah, the yeah. world is, the world is saying, uh, you know, this is what, this is what it takes to be loved as a dad. You have to be called dad. Well, no, no you don't. There's a lot of fathers that are, that are shitty dads and a lot of dads that are shitty fathers. Exactly. Exactly. So what does Carter call you now? Dad. Dad, daddy, all that. I mean, she's just dad, dad, daddy. Oh, she's like, she's like, accepted it. What does she call her dad? He calls her, she calls him Mitch now. Shut up. Yeah. So you got, you had the switch. Yeah. What, how, why? I mean, um, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, and, and so, so with the other day, actually, um, I think two days ago, um, she, 
don't don't let Carter watch this, but <laughs> you know how. Uh, so my daughter, she left her journal on the couch. She's ten years old, you know, and but <laughs> so I thumbed through it. Of course, I, so I grabbed it, opened a beer, started thumbing through it. <laughs> it was open to the exact page that I wanted to read. Of course, of course, it was amazing. I just sat down and poof. <laughs> It's like a magic book. And it was just, there was so much emotion in her words. And I say emotion because it it was nicely written at the top and at the end, like, he's not worth it. He's not worth it. He's not worth it. And we're like, holy crap. Does it about Mitch? Yeah. Because we don't hear those things. And there's so many. Have you sat down and talked to her about it? Not yet. This just happened two days ago. Oh, see, I always have it. 704. Uh, uh. Potential spam call me. Really? Yeah. What if it's like that was somebody... an actual phone call. <laughs> oh, I was, like, I was like, what if somebody's trying to offer you a million dollars and just like, I don't care, call them every day at 704. <laughs> but you know, it's a... Uh, um, that's crazy. That's yeah. an interesting... That's an interesting... And she's 10. Yeah. She's 10. Yeah. So she's, she gets it So too. she's feeling these feelings. Yeah. And uh, I think that one of the most important things that you can do, like going back to what you talked about, is be present. Be there. And just really be there without trying to change her, without trying to discipline her or grow her or anything like that. Literally just sitting down and saying whatever she wants to talk about. Even if it's you're doing dishes and, you know, sometimes I'll walk by and um, she's sitting at the table this morning. Um, She was sitting at the table and she was eating something and I just walked by and I just touched her head as I walked by. You know, there's... That physical touch on on the back of her head, and saying, "Hey, you know how you doing? Like, how'd you sleep? Like, that putting yourself on that same level as your kids for that moment of, hey, I'm not trying to discipline you. I'm not trying to teach you anything. I'm just, I'm here. Anything yeah. you want to talk Be about? There. Be there is big, but that's good. That's crazy that she told that you had the flip flop. I've actually never heard of anybody doing the flip flop. That's the first for me." I'm a rare breed. I'm being serious. Have you heard? Is that regular? Have you heard of that happening before? No. I'm curious to know how that's happened to other men. Right? Okay. Um, so we're going to go last question and we'll make it quick. Mm-hmm. And this is real simple, which is um, why are stepdads praised for stepping up and stepmoms are seen as evil? That was a question literally posted by a stepdad on a Facebook social media, you know, a Facebook site. And I thought it was interesting. Because there's got to be a personal story. Stepmom stepping up. Like, I don't hear a lot. But, guys, it's probably because we don't belong to those groups. You know, like, we're not, we don't run in those circles. Like, if you don't run in the circles, if you don't run in our circle, right, in the entertainment industry, right, and you say things like today, like today when you referenced an editing issue, right? But just think about it, just a match cut. Because you don't run in our circles, it's going to fly right over your head or you won't even be aware of the conversation or where we're at or you won't even pay attention to it. So I think for us, you know, we're focused on being the stepdad, stepping up, stepping through all that other fun stuff. I did a podcast a couple of days ago, right? Where, cause somebody, I remember I did these TikToks mm-hmm. and they're all about being a stepdad and I'm getting great results from them, but everybody keeps saying, stop saying step, say bonus or you're their dad. And I, I messaged them back, guys, listen. So I made a podcast about it. I own that fucking word step. Like it, it is a badge of honor for me now. I'm not a, I'm not a bonus to anybody. I'm their stepdad. And the step represents stepping up, stepping forward, sometimes stepping aside, but never stepping back. 
Well, and to those people that are that are upset that you're using stepdad, it's they're not upset. They just you know they 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 don't they think that I'm putting myself down again. Oh, social really? norm. Really it's the narrative. Yeah, it's the narrative it's of the what, world, dude. It's the narrative of the world saying don't refer to yourself as step. You're the real dad. No, no, no. I'm okay with saying step, it's, man. I own it. It's what emphasis what importance do you put on right. whatever word it's right. like and that word for the majority of the people step is like this evil negative so guy who wrote this i don't think that people see moms step moms as evil i don't i think it could be a personal story i'd love to hear yeah. his personal story with that circumstance because obviously if you if you're saying something like that there's there's a reason yeah, for it there's an experience that you've gone through that that like why are stepdads praised for stepping up but mom stepmoms are seen as evil stepmoms are portrayed evil though in a lot of film television and so but so, so stepmoms let's let's look at this so the narrative around stepmoms are evil aggressive mean no more wire hangers like all that i don't even know if she was a stepmom but it doesn't matter but you know what i mean and stepdads are considered the alcoholic the bum the molester the beater the right that's mm -hmm. what step has now the generations that we're growing up with and why I want to change the narrative about that word step is because right now that step word has been planted and labeled on people like us where people involuntarily, you know, unknowingly go, don't say step because you're not step. No, no, listen, I'm step. I'm cool with it. Like I own it. Like move out of my way or I'll step through you too. Like that's how I feel about that word. Do you want me to blow your mind right now? Sure. With something? Imagine this. Your kids are right there. How do they get to the next level? They need a step yeah, to get to that next level. <laughs> Are you wanting me to like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want you to be like, oh, wow, <laughs> wow, that's good. That's I, thought they, good. I thought you were going to come up with like, get to the next level because they're blah, blah, blah. No, like... It's that's so it! Because we're, we're talking about like dad yeah, stepping into the you're, kids' but life. You're shooting but some the deep thinkery now, Liam, and you said... Up. Because <laughs> this is all going... This is going nowhere anymore. Guys, I'm going to finish this off for, uh, for Franco. Hey, guys, thanks for sending in your oh. questions. We, le we love those questions. I say we like I'm No, like you I'm are. Part I, of it. I'd like to be. I'd like, honestly, man, this is great. I, will, I want somebody to, to banter back and forth, but it's better, right? Especially on oh, the Q&A yeah. day. Q&A days are better. Q&A days are better. So, again, hey, if you guys like that step, no, you'll mine. <laughs> Let, let us let us know. Because was, How do kids get up to the next level? They need a step. <laughs> and you were waiting for me to go, holy shit, you're right. <laughs> like, Whoa, that's an image I'm going to remember. Unless they have an elevator. <laughs> or they can jump. Depends how high they have to go. Or a climbing harness. Oh uh, boy! No, stepmoms step aren't considered evil. It's just the narrative that's wrapped around stepmoms, just like the narrative <laughs> wrapped around stepdads that were were, were considered, uh, you know, abusers or whatever it might be. Just best thing I can do for you if you are in that situation where you think that stepmoms are considered evil, right? Your best situ best advice that I could give you is just start referring to her as like a super mom. You know, start changing or start when you call Ooh. her stepmom, you call her stepmom in a way and in a manner and in a tone that empowers her. And that's how you change narratives around people, right? So these stepdads that are watching us and are sending in questions that are going to share our stories. On Friday, I've got an amazing guy named Sammy who I'm going to interview on, online from San Diego. He's got seven stepkids. Oh, no, no, no. He's a stepdad of seven kids. I think three of them are bio and four are steps. Hmm. I could have those backwards. My bad, Sammy, if I did. But, um, but... Owning that word 
like changing that narrative of how it is, how it feels to be a stepdad. So you're here because you feel lost or broken or, or you don't know how to handle things or you feel like you're at your wits end or whatever it might be, right? You got to remember that the first step is how you do it. The first step in this process is owning that word step because as it empowers you, you can move forward in faith and purpose as opposed to letting it uh, take away from you because you're constantly feeling like you're running uphill when you're not. You're actually at a whole different platform and you're not even playing the same game as regular parents. You're not. You're not, you're not even in the same field because regular parents and bio, bio parents, you know, have the children, whether it was planned or unplanned, right? And that DNA sits with them and it feels, and it's a sense of responsibility, right? And for a lot of parents, they, 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 they do great at the job. But for some parents, they can't do it or too overwhelmed. A step parent sees a scenario in a situation where most people run from a burning building and they grab the hose and go. Mm -hmm. That's what a step parent has to be represented as. That's what a step dad guys, we're not molesters and we're not, we don't beat the shit out of our kids and we're not our, we're not who the media and the world thinks we are. That's not who we are. That's, that's not who we want to be represented. But guess what? Like you guys know, if you you're called the evil guy enough and you're portrayed as the evil guy enough, eventually you'll become the evil guy. That's why you got to guard your mind. You got to, yeah. you got to guard it's your coffee, with, dude. You got, right. um, one of the best illustrations is, is um, if you have a cup of coffee, if, if your worst enemy comes by, this is Tony Robbins too, I'm sure you've heard it. If, a, if you have a cup of coffee and your worst enemy comes by and drops some sugar in your coffee, what do you have? Sugar in your coffee. Sweet coffee. Yeah. But what happens if um, one of your best friends drops a drop of strychnine in your coffee? Well, you're dead. <laughs> you're yeah. dead. So life is both uh, sugar and strychnine and guard your coffee. So your coffee is your mind. Yeah. Nice. Staying guard at the mind as your mind. Tony. Tony Robbins. Nice. Or Anthony. Anthony <laughs> Robbins. So guard uh, your mind. I think you know that's that's guard, super important. Stand guard at the doorstep of your mind. Yep. Okay, guys. This has been episode 15, Wednesday Q and A. Kevin Gray. Oh, I'm just riding. I'm on top of it. Thank you guys very much for being here for joining us. Um, send in questions for next week if you have want anything answered. Send in videos if you want us to feature you on this, and we'll just throw up a little bubble thing right here, and we'll talk to you. I mean, we'll do a live stream, right? We'll do cool. a live stream a couple sure. times. Um, I think that'd be even cooler if next Wednesday for Q&A, we just went live. But we'll talk about that later. Okay, so episode 15, the Professional Stepdad Podcast. Kevin Gray, thank you very much for joining us, guys, and we'll see you guys later. Stay focused, production.